let's squash this now, dancer people. Mm. There is a place for networking and there is a place for building relationships. Mm. There's a place for both of those things, right? Mm. Period. Whatever anybody else tells you is just for the birds, right? That's just not it. There's a place for both of them. I've seen both of them. I've, I've used both of those mm -hmm. things. And they, it works. Mm -hmm. The problem is when you are pretending to build relationships with people mm -hmm. in order to use them as a connection. Hey, the CZ Podcast is brought to you by us, CZ Studio, the number one dance app on the App Store and Google Play Store with over 1 million downloads. We provide curated online dance classes taught by the world's best instructors. Why did we create Steezy? To help you reach your dance goals one step at a time. Whether that goal is to perform with the biggest and best musical artists in the world or just be the life of the party at your cousin's wedding. I'm your host, Clay Boonsnocket. Let's get to it. Hey everyone, it's Clay, director of video here at Steezy Studio. And today's guest is Ade Willis, originally hailing from Chicago, Illinois, right? Yep. Movement lifestyle under your belt, a billion different musical artists traveling the world. But I want to learn more about that. I only know that base understanding of Ade. I feel like this is a bit of a mystery man. <laughs> How's it going, man? Pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing great. We've been so busy here at CZ. Yeah, I've been seeing you a lot this week. Yeah, Ade, I've been watching your dancing for so long because of movement lifestyle. And I just think like there's this there's this history here mm. that not enough people know about, mm. and I'm just so pumped to mm. dig. Yeah. Are you willing to release <laughs> the hidden shadow of Ade though? So here's the thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I love you guys. So you know, this is probably y'all are definitely the only ones who I would probably do this for because I really value privacy oh. and I really don't share a lot. Uh, purposely hmm. what is it about privacy that you like value so much like other dancers are like they're like i want i want some spotlight i need to get this mm -hmm. viewership because otherwise i'm gonna not have a profession yeah i don't know i think it comes down to you know what you what you see right as success mm -hmm. right so for me success is being able to dance yeah i can do that yeah uh, being able to provide for myself, I can do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then being able to help out anybody else however I possibly can, mm. I can do that too. So I don't need anything else, right? right? Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a really simple person. Mm. Like I don't, there's not a lot to me. Uh, some people might say boring person actually, but um, yeah, that's just kind of like where I leave it at. Uh, and I'm satisfied with that. I don't need anything else also too because I've, I've seen what it does a lot and like you start craving and you feel like oh i need this to fulfill myself mm -hmm. and then um like you need you need the the fame you need the what what what, what do you see you need to be seen the right? attention the attention starts becoming your identity right um and i mean there's tons of science right you can go on like harvard's website princeton any anywhere right and yeah. you can literally see like study after study after study that's done on the effects of this long term right when you're seeking that and you feel like you need that and mm. it's not healthy for you it's just not mm. right so we can't pretend and like we can't really like act like oh it's so good anymore it's like no the signs are clear like this is not healthy in the long run to continue to seek this thing is actually very destructive for you as mm. a person uh, and for me, I don't really want to do anything to, like, destroy myself faster in that sense, right? I mm. already do enough, you know? Like, I I, I, I eat enough, you know, uh, cheeseburgers and stuff, you know? I don't need to, like, add uh, all that, the mental taxation sure. that comes along with that. A big reason why that specifically, I don't really think that's a good thing to add to you is also because of how it affects other people around you too mm. you know if i eat a cheeseburger well i gotta deal with that There's a lot of talk about cheeseburgers you know? right now i'm gonna come back to that yeah <laughs> yeah whenever it's something mental like it affects the people around you too and if i'm on a stage or if i'm somewhere where people are coming to me to uh who almost like are inspired by me you know mm. like i might just be giving them a bunch of like emptiness and vanity and things mm. that are not anything with real substance you mm. know so i don't know that's kind of how i see it but 
most pe- most most people will look at me and say that and be like, no. <laughs> so interesting. I'm I'm really curious about where this mm. understanding of your values came from <laughs> because you're saying these things, <laughs> but I know that this was not two year old Ade <laughs> just hanging out with the homies in in preschool, being like, you know what? I don't think I want the spotlight. Yeah, I feel like it, it has to do for me with like creating a value system, right? Get, getting my priorities in, in, in order and creating a working value system. Sure. Uh, something that is self-sustaining, mm-hmm. right? I've looked across history and I've seen study after study and how I personally feel about it and all these things my, from my own experiences, mm-hmm. experiences from my friends. Uh, and it kind of take me to everything took me to the same conclusion which is that like that's not what to go after like that's not the thing have you run into any particular pivotal moments that led you to that stronger understanding i gotta be careful with my my words Mm. so i don't want to uh dishonor anybody yeah i don't want to make nobody angry okay so i can give you kind of like a broader understanding so uh like moving out to la right from chicago and like when I came out, like social media was not how it is today. Yeah, it was just on the cusp. Just on the cusp, right? Um, that was YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. we were making some YouTube stuff and it was cool, but like social media was just starting to like arrive. And before that, it was really just you get in a room. And I'm just dancing with people, right? That was the beginning and end of everything. It was like, and that's, I mean, anything. That's, if it's a class, that's if I'm just like doing a session and Mm -hmm. just freestyling with with people, that's whatever, you know? It's just you get in the room and you dance, right? That's the beginning and that's the end of it. Now, there was work involved and stuff. Like, you know, you could dance for a different artist and stuff like that. But that felt more, I feel like, that always feels more like far away until you're actually there. So when I first moved out, like I was just used to just hanging out with people, mm. right? We would just hang out, we just dance, we talk about dance, we would geek out about everything. It was like, oh, who's uh, who's got the new newest hottest YouTube video, you mm. know? And there was we talking about that. Oh, Keone came out with the blah 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 blah. Who, and who were you chatting with in the beginning? Who were those friends? <laughs> Uh, you, we already know in Brian uh, before that CJ mm-hmm. uh, one of my homegirls uh, from way back Katie Leone uh, a lot of like Chicago peeps and whatnot you were all friends back in Chicago mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so eventually it like if you fast forward from that and we get to where we are now like the landscape is completely different completely different landscape yeah. so Going from, oh, we're all getting to a room, we all hanging out, we all dancing, um, and just having a good time. And even, like, just, like, chilling and, like, like yo, old ML was legitimately, like, a hangout yeah, spot. Like, we legitimately was. were just, like, playing music. Uh, they had the loft. They had the kitchen. People were cooking. Like, what? What? What a time. Where do you see that at now? Yeah. I feel like in, I mean, definitely not. I don't know. Not I don't see it in like Southern California no more. Yeah. Maybe somewhere else, but so for me, like those intimate settings grew me. Mm. Like I felt like becoming, you know? Yeah. And I got to know people mm-hmm. and really connect with people on a deep level. And that was just like the beginning and the end of it. And I wasn't really looking for anything. Have you always craved that sort of depth with people did you know that about yourself like before you moved to california um i don't know i don't i don't think so it's interesting to think about well you came out here to dance Mm -hmm. right and the reason why people come to la is for the opportunities and the jobs right Right. and that also means that many people come Mm -hmm. here to make connections right and that has many different meanings mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there's making connections mm-hmm. and then there's cultivating relationships mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it seems that there's something in these early days especially mm-hmm. i think like it's nice that you also had a piece of home with these people yeah. that came here with you and so i think there's there's something there that is an interesting sort of like benchmark mm-hmm. for the a day that 
we know now that it built a foundation mm -hmm. for your the value that you have in mm -hmm. people and relationship right well i guess it's really just you know understanding that okay first of all let's just let's squash this now dancer people mm. there is a place for networking and there is a place for building relationships mm. there's a place for both of those things right mm. period whatever anybody else tells you is just for the birds right that's just not it there's a place for both of them i've seen both of them i've, I've used both of those mm -hmm. things and they it works mm -hmm. the problem is when you are pretending to build relationships with people mm. in order to use them as a connection. Yeah. That is when we start to have problems. That's when people start feeling like, well, like you're using them, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that's essentially what's happening, you know? Um, so I think knowing the difference between the, the two is mm. necessary. There are certain people who uh, the relationships are very... Um, Surface level, you, you could sure. say, you know, and I see them and it's, hi, how are you doing? And da 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 da. we talk a little bit mm -hmm. and we know each other exists and they know how I dance and yep. they know how I choreograph. And if they're like a producer or something, they know exactly where to find me. They know how to contact me. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Right. Nothing's forced. Yeah. Uh, and then I have the people who I genuinely hang out with who also dance mm -hmm. and who I also may get jobs from, mm -hmm. but I'm not pushing that from them. I'm not trying to squeeze that out of them. And I think that that's really the key. Uh, and it grounds you, right? Having like, we all have, well, some of us, but people have friends, people have families. We have these things. Mm -hmm. And we know that it's important to have people that are just there for you on just a you level, yeah. right? Just a, just a friendship level. And so I I think I had always known that just from seeing the way families operate and work. Mm. I'm a very analytical person, mm -hmm. uh, so I tend to analyze people and things a lot. And when I look at a family di dynamic, like it's essentially almost the same thing for friendships, except the only difference is really we're, we're maybe, I mean, we're not related by blood. That's mm -hmm. one. You know, but also we we do have a choice. There's a choice to there's more of a choice, I should say, to connect or not. Right. Mm -hmm. I can't choose who my family is. Now, I can disown them, but I can't. They're still my family. Yeah. Right. But with those friendships, it's the same exact thing. It's just now we're really making a decision like, yes, this is the person. So I think that that's what really helped me to understand, like just seeing the way family dynamics work and seeing uh the way that friendship is supposed to work, that really helped me to differentiate between networking versus friendships. Um, but there is room for both. I think uh, trying to use people is just the thing that's going to kill people eventually. I, I, even like in like the pandemic, like yeah. there's so many uh, like people were hurting, you know, like the pandemic was messing people up. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you look at the people who were still doing okay, were the ones who had built genuine relationships. Yeah, they had built genuine relationships. They it wasn't just oh I'm just trying to get something out of you and put on a show. No, I'm really care about you. I'm gonna put the time and the work and the effort in. Right. Intentionality was really reshaped during the pandemic time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so um, these are the people who I saw who continued to have work, continue to be able to feed themselves and their families, you yeah. know? So I just think, I think that's something to think about for everybody, Yeah, you know? Who are some dancers that you you found to be especially intentional during <laughs> pandemic times and I guess throughout your life? People that's like, they have that balance. They, they, do, they do both. They're a great friend, a great person, but also they can network when they need to. Sora Yang. Sora Yang. Yep. Uh, great. All around great. Yeah. She's dope. Uh, that, that's the homie right there. Yeah. Um, Shay Latukolan. Shay. Uh, I think I, think, I, I hope I hope I said his name right. Uh, he gonna kill me if you see this. <laughs> I did. Uh, he's from uh, the Netherlands. Okay. It's be, it's because he he cares about dance. He cares about dance so much. Mm -hmm. He cares about the people who he comes in contact with through dance mm -hmm. because of I think it might be a, a piece of it maybe because he cares about dance so much. So he's a really good one. Um, I feel like there's so many. Um, 
Lando, Lando Wilkins, Lando. and he's he's uh, he got a whole family now. You Lando know what I'm saying? Wilkins does yeah. He's yeah. he's got a baby. Yeah, he got a baby. Got he got wifey. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and he's doing he's more into like collectibles and custom yeah. figures and stuff now. But he's always just been like, you know how you always hear like, oh you 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 a real one? Yeah. That's Lando. He's a real all one. the way, all the way. Uh, but there's so many more. Yeah. I could go on forever. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's um. Let's zoom out. Okay. That was great. Okay. We went straight in, got to learn a bit about your, how you feel about kind of relationships and dance. And yeah. I, I think that is, that is basically the thing that I almost always wish conversations go mm-hmm. straight to. Yeah. Because I feel that that is the most important aspect. I yeah. mean, the whole point of dance is sharing. Right. right. Um, and you got to have a good solid foundation of people who love on you and that you can feel community with in right. order to have have um, these sort of energy to keep uh-huh. up in such a wild competitive field. Uh-huh. But I do want to zoom out and okay. ask about a few, uh, a few <laughs> interesting things. So, oh boy. <laughs> so um, one thing that I think is super interesting mm-hmm. that I don't know what you did or how you did this. <laughs> you have traveled <laughs> so much. I consider myself a fairly well-traveled person, <laughs> but we just like, we took a little dive into some, <laughs> some stuff, some social media things. Oh my I've goodness. seen Astana, Kazakhstan, Cape Town, <laughs> Paris, Bordeaux, Seoul, Tokyo, New York, Guangzhou, Agra, Taipei, St. Petersburg, Kota, Ambon, Holland, Denmark, Spain, Belgium, and I'm sure that's only the smallest portion. I don't even know how, how did you guys <laughs> Most of this stuff, <laughs> most of this stuff isn't even out anymore. Like I like, like nobody can find this. What the what the crap, don't man? Worry, don't worry about it, Ade. What's going on, man? I hope you weren't doing anything bad in some of these places. You're like, I wasn't even dancing. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I don't think so. But so, you've done Euro and Asia mm-hmm. tours, and probably mm-hmm. some other tours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how did you set these up? Did you set these up where people just like, hey? I want to have you a day in all of these places. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> yeah, you do. Come on, man. I want to hear um, your story. Okay, okay, I have okay. assumptions. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'll just take you back. I'll okay, give please. you the history. So I remember I moved out to L.A. December 2011. It was the day before my birthday. Oh. I didn't know what I was doing and how I was going to do any anything. Same old story we heard a million times, you know. Broke as a joke, trying to figure it out. So I just kind of stuck with the people who I knew, right? And mm. I knew maybe like four or five people. Ian had moved out before me. Mm. Uh, and then uh, he was living with Brian Puspos. Mm-hmm. And those two, and it was either Bam or June. I know they all lived together at one point, and then yeah. one switched out. But what a squad! I know, like <laughs> crazy. They had classes. Mm-hmm. I would go to classes. They were hanging out and just chilling. And I would just hang out with them, and they'd be like, "Oh, we're going to movement lifestyle." Mm-hmm. During this time, movement lifestyle didn't exist, right? Sean offered us. He he wanted to have people come to the studio and check it out before it opened. Sean Everisto. Sean Everisto. Sean Everisto created Movement Lifestyle. Yes. Is he, he's from the Bay Area, right? Yes, from the Bay Area, owner of Movement Lifestyle. Yeah. And he, I had never met him. Mm-hmm. We go to his studio. He's just showing us around, talking about what it's going to be and da, 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 and everything and what, you know, just what the, the plan is pretty much. And I met him and then we left and then I started taking class mm-hmm. there and at Debbie's at Millennium all over the place yeah. and just kept meeting more people, just kept meeting more people and yeah. kept meeting more people. And eventually I don't, it was like maybe 20 end of 2012 into like, to like maybe end of 2014. You're two years in. And I remember like everyone, like I was in almost like, Everyone who people thought was someone, I was in their video. Yeah. I was just in their video. Everyone, I've seen you there. Everyone <laughs> was like, hey, can you do my video? Sure. Hey, can you do my video? Sure. Hey, everybody. Yeah. To the point where it was pretty exhausting, actually. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. bet. Yeah, it was It was pretty exhausting. I'm not even going to lie. Now, now looking back, with some hindsight. Um, that youthful energy. 
yeah uh so i just kept doing that i was just in every class i was in every video that i could possibly do and i didn't know what else to to do mm -hmm. that was it uh i had an agent uh did you audition to have an yes agent? i auditioned okay i didn't nope i didn't do it the way the easier way <laughs> that i honestly wish What's I the easy did. way let the people know so the easy way is this you know somebody who is a part of whatever agency you want to be a part of, and then you ask them for a referral to refer you. Oh. You give them your headshot and stuff. Yeah. And then that's it. They, they just like refer you. They, like, they you. like you. They like you. Are you still part of any agencies? Currently, no. That's, yeah. that's a whole other I was going to ask for a referral, but no. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there's this easy way. I should have. Uh, no. It's definitely super, super like, it's way easier to go that way. So you auditioned for this? Yeah, I auditioned okay. for it. Got a phone call saying they wanted me. Cool, awesome. Yeah. Came, went to the meeting. Uh, and I distinctly remember, like, them telling me, like, who... I'm not going to mention agency or whatnot yeah. and stuff, but I distinctly remember them telling me, like, who I was going to be. Oh. Like, like, as a artist. I distinctly remember them saying... Yeah, this is what we got for you. This is who we want you to be. You're going to be doing this type of stuff, and that's it. And then I remember <laughs> I remember saying, well, I kind of want to, like, do this and this and this, and I would like to actually eventually choreograph. And the person who I was talking to mm -hmm. laughed right in my face, laughed. What? And said, well, <laughs> you've got to pay your dues first exactly like that with that exact attitude and everything it's not like a movie scene i'm like. not exaggerating i'm not exaggerating this legitimately happened to me and so i said okay i stayed with them continued to work with them and then eventually i just kept doing class stuff and kept on and kept on and kept doing mm -hmm. choreography videos and i got an email just randomly got an email from a camp called Urban Dance Camp. Ooh -wee. And they just said, yeah, we want to book you to teach. Wow. And I had maybe like one or two pieces of choreography up. Uh, I probably should not have. I'm not going to say I should not have. I should have. It was a great experience. I'm glad that I did it. But I definitely wasn't like ready, ready. Mm. That was a big, big camp. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I think a lot of people, though, like, they they would see you. Mm. And they'd see a lot of these people mm -hmm. at these camps. And they'd be like, wow, this person is, they're just so accomplished. Yeah. They, you just, people that appear on the screen mm -hmm. at these big events yeah. seem, like, larger than life. Right. And people forget that most people getting these experiences are a little bit terrified. Yeah. Oh, overexcited yeah and it's a it's a whole human right there right so. that's a whole person that i'm this is not no magical disney story no <laughs> this is a whole person i'm not iron man none of us are we all got um we all got issues just like anybody else yeah. right um we all trying to just work and take care of ourselves like any yeah. anybody else it, it's, it's like we're literally thank thank you for saying that yeah people we are people, <laughs> all of them, the the highest, biggest, you know, I'm saying I don't care who it is, if it's uh, Isabel mm -hmm. or if it's an Ade, we all people. You mean it's an Isabel or an Ade, you know, don't, 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 don't bring yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you funny, man. So, yeah, you, you, you didn't feel like you were like really like prepared, prepared. Yeah, no. And I and I I mean, I wasn't because I hadn't done it yet. Yeah. Right. But. That, if I hadn't done that, it would have still just been a question mark. Mm. I knew, I figured out, oh, yeah, I don't, I need to, like, get my stuff together yeah. as far as being a choreographer. But I, I figured that out from going there. Trial by fire. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I'm glad that it happened. Um, and then it was, like, a month or two after that, I got hit up from uh, – some organizers in Russia, mm. and they same exact thing in, in the email. Oh, so I didn't really do anything. You didn't set these things up. I didn't do anything. It just happened. I guess when you've put in that amount of 
work and you've appeared in so many videos. I think like, I want to look at it from, I'm going to remove the skill that I know you have. Okay. And I'm going to look at it from a lens of I'm a viewer and I'm an organizer, mm -hmm. right? Oh, I'm following as an organizer. I'm following Brian Puspos. I'm following these people that have, you know, bigger numbers, right? right. I just keep seeing bigger this. numbers back then was like 10,000. Yo, 5,000 views <laughs> on a video. You're viral. Yeah. You're, <laughs> yo, for real. TikTok. What? Right. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, connect through my hotmail. Right? <laughs> Wait, videos on Instagram, huh? Not, what, what is that? Not a thing What's yet. <laughs> <laughs> these people, these organizers for mm -hmm. events, saw you appearing in videos over and over mm -hmm. and over again. And I think there's something to be said about not just having high skill level, but also mm. showing up, mm. making yourself available to people around you that mm. um that you care about right i think that sort of consistency is something that becomes really clear and obvious to see like i'd say let's use newer generation people mm -hmm. um who are doing this hugh apparente yeah dom johnson yeah these people are class takers they're appearing and things they're training That's like true. crazy but they're also getting opportunities through there yes they have well dom dom is actually i always say that dude's a that dude's a genius because yeah. he understood. I think he figured it out. Well, he maybe he didn't figure it out, mm. but he did it. He figured out what it meant to build a community, mm. like or not even to build, but to be a part of a community. Mm. He figured out the importance of that. And like, if you have a community of people around you, like we all hyping each other on, it looks like fire to everybody on it the outside. Does. You can see it in a lot of videos, uh, like online videos, where mm -hmm. people craft mm -hmm. the experience of a hype crowd, mm -hmm. and then. When you actually see one, you're like, that that feels right. That right, feels right. Good. And that's kind of the whole, even like the whole era, I feel like it's, yeah, it's dying out a little bit, but the whole, well, actually a lot because of the pandemic. <laughs> um, but the whole dance class phase where mm. everything that was like, no concepts, no nothing, just dance class videos. Yeah. That's what it was all about was so just fun. these hype environments, <sighs> we'll right? Era. Hey, hey wh when's the last time you've seen a physical shoe throw? A physical shoe like throw? an actual shoe throw. When's uh, the latest time? Maybe like a month or two ago. Really? Yep, yep. And it was, it was as a joke. We were in uh, a session. <laughs> See, why is it like an ironic as <laughs> a joke now? What about the real? You're right, sideways. The cultures have sort of shifted. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. let's go back. Okay. You were consistent, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I thought, I think that's such a special, special thing that not many people can... Not many people have under their belts hmm. in a a profession right. slash hobby that moving on to the next bigger and better thing right. is, is what's valued in the masses. Well, the thing, too, is like I, I was consistent. This is why for me, it just, it's kind of crazy. Obviously, land like the whole landscape, everything is different now. Hmm. But like people were still getting followers and stuff back then mm -hmm. and people's videos and stuff still had bomb numbers and those were the people who was like pretty much teaching and whatnot mm -hmm. i didn't have none of that <laughs> like i didn't to this day i really like i've never had the craziest anything like i just had good relationships i guess okay work ethic yeah. you could say uh and like you said consistency consistency right? showing up and then um i i can also tell you that mm -hmm. um after that initial like getting one camp or two camps and a few then it just start it that legitimizes you right yeah. it's like oh they are able to do this mm -hmm. now other people start to see you as a teacher yeah right as like a established teacher even if you're not established mm -hmm. which is crazy yeah so it's all it, a lot of it is actually perspective it is right as far as like if you just want to just get out and just teach a lot of it is perspective and then i remember uh later on i wanted to tour i had never done like a teaching tour but okay. i wanted to tour i knew like camps here and there mm -hmm. but I, I wanted to really just like go out for like a month or two mm. kill it come back home yeah uh and again won't name any names sure. but uh some people who i was working with who were supposed to kind of handle and manage that side of things for me uh, I, they kind of wasn't really like 
it was almost like you could tell again didn't really believe that it was sure. possible yeah um so i'd be like hey here's all of these emails back you know everything was through emails yeah here's all of these emails can you contact these people and try to set that up you you put in the work to prepare for these things and they were supposed to take it in the home stretch but well i i hadn't even contacted these organizers yet so i literally just was like i know these people this is their email address can you set this up for me Mm -hmm. right uh they were like yeah i hit them all up nothing no reply and this kept happening and i was just like okay this is crazy but whatever Fast forward a little bit, uh, some crazy life stuff happened, and then I was just, like, in the spot where I just really felt like, I just want to move forward with, like, just dance stuff. Like, yeah. I want to do this now. So I just hit them, all those people up, same list, hit them all up myself. I got, almost all of them got back to me. Wow. All of them. And then that was my first tour. I toured, I did, I want to say it was Japan. Japan? I did Japan. I stayed out in Japan for, like, a month. Wow. Yep, I hit all over uh, Tokyo, uh, Fukuoka, uh, uh, Nagoya, uh, no, no, Nigata. Nigata. Uh, Where else? Hiroshima. Hiroshima is the spot, yo. Shout out Flex Studios. Oh, my goodness. Hiroshima is the spot, man. Um, But, yeah, I stayed out there for a while, taught a whole bunch, came back home. And then after that, it was like, oh, I know I can do this now. Like, mm. I I did, I did, started it. I finished it. Done. Yeah. Going back to Japan, what's your favorite thing about Japan? <sighs> oh, that's the hardest question in the world. I have, I have a good guess. Want to hear it? Heated toilet seats. Oh. When he wins. 100%. Yeah. Heated, heated toilet People seat. are great. Food are great. Heated toilet, toilet seats, seats go crazy. Uh-huh. At first, you you kind of like, wait, what's going on? Why yeah. is so? You like looking around. Is someone, does someone yeah. sit here I'm right like, now? Somebody in my hotel. <laughs> what's going on? But no, heated toilet seats is fire. But the what is, what is it called? The the, the cleaning the one. Yeah, but it is clean. It's way cleaner. It's 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 supposed to be way better, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Call it bidet Willis. Uh, yeah. yeah, literally b- bidet. No, not Willis. <laughs> don't say. No, <laughs> you can't. You can't have my last name bidet. No, um, food is ridiculous. Culture is just rich. It's yeah. just so rich over Slapped there. In the face with culture, everywhere you go, you're just like, wow, I'm in it. Literally, it's a special experience. Um, the fashion is mm. out of this world. I'm been like really big on fashion since I can remember. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Like, they are just on it. They're mm-hmm. on it. They have their own thing. They're also willing to be bold. Yep. And I think that's a very special... I think that's a great character trait in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but when there's a society that has a culture of... I, I do think that there's there's a lot of oppression behind it, which is mm-hmm. also why boldness arises, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, uh, it, there is rebellion from there, mm-hmm. but that is part of the culture too. Right. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a cool experience. Huh? Yeah. And then lastly, we got to throw, throw this in there before we move on. Yeah. Anime. Anime. Anything anime, I'm about it. Yes. I don't care what nobody's saying. It's before all the fads and all the people mm. who, oh, yeah, no, you're not in no anime. Oh. You ain't in no anime. Get out of here. I did. Give me your top three real quick. I can't. No, yes, you can. no I love it too no, no. much. Top three. I can't do it. Current, My heart is like pounding. Top three currently. 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 Jujutsu right Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 I'm getting kind of soft now. I'm starting to like these little uh, romantic ones oh. and like the little, you know. Little romantic ones. Little. little I don't know. A little drama. Darling vibes. Like the. <laughs> Never. Uh, there's actually a good like, I they did like a movie I think to it too. It's called Erased. It's one of my favorite animes of all time. Erased is ridiculous. That is top three for me. It's That's ridiculous. Jujutsu and that one. Is a yeah, and I don't know the last one. That's okay. Ah, uh, what, what's, what's your last one? Uh, I mean, I feel like there's so many like classics. That that's the problem. If I, I go back, I think I was so satisfied by like early story arcs of, of Hunter Hunter. <sighs> I feel like that's such a good... They need to finish it. I know. Please. I know. That was, it's painful. Please finish that. it. If anybody knows anybody yeah. who knows anybody, <laughs> tell them to finish it. Don't take it up. Please. Yeah. So, June 19th, 2016, 
rapper logic <laughs> followed oh one of <laughs> followed you on instagram oh my goodness how do you know this and he's still following you to this day actually i don't i don't even know the date how do you know this? did what you was the did you hack my what account was the dance <laughs> that you did did you hack my account how do you how do they know this this is actually kind of scary what is going on what dance on? did you do i don't even remember yeah i don't know how are you feeling when that happened uh i didn't actually know for a minute until he dm'd me mm, he dm'd you yeah and he was asking me to do uh to choreograph some stuff for uh, a project for him oh yeah uh, but we just couldn't make it happen the dates Damn. and stuff didn't work out uh, but yeah he just kept following me and to this day i was like oh cool but he's known for just like really rocking with his fans down and, to earth yep super yeah. down to earth dude so um i think that just might be what that was about but what how that is crazy what's the date uh, I think it's June 19th, 2016. Wow. Pretty sure. Yeah, Ade really likes his privacy. And they just... Here's us invading your privacy. Uh, yeah. Here's yeah, everything. Ade loves his privacy. So can you tell us about hashtag Chef Boy Ade? Oh, yeah. Where did that hashtag come from? I just thought of it randomly. And I was with some, <laughs> some homies and we was like, yeah, hashtag Chef, Chef Boy Ade. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was choreographing some, some stuff and it was just like... And you over there chefing, that's what they said. And they was like and they was like, Chef, Chef I Day. And then I was like, That sounds like Chef, chef Boy, Boy I Day. And that was it. <laughs> that was it, man. That's it. Beginning and end of that story. I love the little names like that just kinda happened. Like there's 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 earned freestyle names mm -hmm. and then there's hilarious. Yeah, dumb just, stuff just like little that. dumb stuff you just slide in there. I love it. I love it. Man, um, oh my goodness, Invasion. <laughs> invasion City, wow. Uh, you know what's funny, though? I, I think, like, okay, I want to go back to two different things. One mm -hmm. thing is is about working with artists okay. because I think that I was talking to one of my friends. He, he makes um, skit videos on Instagram, mm -hmm. um, and he was always uh, he's tagging these famous people maybe he's doing a skit about mm -hmm. and such, and doesn't often get viewership mm -hmm. on it but i think like here's one of my my random hacks you told me about the referral hack for for agencies right oh yeah yeah, yeah the right. referral the referral tip mm -hmm. you can just send videos to people right yeah you can literally like send videos to artists and they will sometimes respond especially artists that are like like they're maybe they're not ariana grande right. followership but people in millions to hundreds of thousands of followers right. it's like again these are people right and some people just don't check no. their stuff but many people do right I, i'll name a few that i've had really good contact with right mm -hmm. um first one was an artist i love his name's pretty sister aka mm -hmm. zach waters mm -hmm. love his music mm -hmm. He responded right off the bat. Yep. And then he just started sending me a bunch of songs. Yep. He's like, dude, do you want to dance this? Anyways, I ate dinner with him like a month ago. And we had a blast. Another one, Billie Eilish. When? Yep. She was 12. <laughs> I loved Ocean Eyes yeah. when it first came out. I heard it on a oh, website. that came out when she was 12? Uh, I think she's probably around, like, she's really young. Really young. And I love that song. It was on a music blog aggregate site mm -hmm. called Hype M, Hype Machine. Mm -hmm. And that was how I found all my music. And Ocean Eyes mm -hmm. popped up. It had, like, 100 hearts on that website. Played it. Loved it. I yeah. choreographed to the Black Bear remix of that. And I didn't even know Black Bear did a remix. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's really sick. It's a good one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I sent it, I just messaged it. She wasn't famous, mm -hmm. you know, and she was like, oh my gosh, this is so sick. Yeah. All these. Well, she, she used to be a dancer. She was a dancer. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't even know yeah. that, but that's Billy, why she, she loves dance. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think that we're in, especially a new age where artists have an even deeper appreciation for dance mm -hmm. for, for a few reasons. There's, there's one where, holy crap, someone loved my song enough to make a choreography. And mm -hmm. then the other one is... This has a chance to become a challenge and blow up on the internet. But nonetheless, if it's a value to you and you do feel like you want to hopefully connect with an artist, even just right. be noticed for a second, you know, I think it's okay. Right. It yeah. is okay to do that. And you can just DM someone. Don't be annoying. Definitely. DM. Tell them you love their music. It works sometimes. Yeah, it does. It yeah. actually does. And um, even like you can get more creative. So... You can hit up the artist, but then a cool thing to do is actually if you know people in their team, right, in oh. their management team and stuff, DM and hit them up because they watch, like, whatever those people tell them to, like, look at, they'll look at. And yeah. there's even a, there's an even bigger chance of those people True. 
seeing it, you know. True. So people around the teams, mm -hmm. like managers, uh, photographers, yeah. uh, like there's who do I know who somebody booked a thing with Diddy, yeah, uh, from his photographer. His photographer was just showing videos to, yeah, to Diddy, and he was like, "Yeah, what? Who is this? I want to hit him up." Exactly. So they Facetimed him like right there. I have gotten almost all of my gigs, mm -hmm. hilariously, from working with people behind camera. Yep. And people go, people followed me after mm -hmm. like we've been on set, yep. right? Because I'm, I'm, maybe I'm their editor, maybe I'm a cinematographer, mm -hmm. maybe I'm a director for something. Mm -hmm. And they like we follow each other on Instagram. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, this guy dances. And I've gotten most of my gigs. I've never had an agent. I've never auditioned yep. for anything outside of like a school dance team mm -hmm. <laughs> type of thing. But I've gotten work because. Right. I was friendly with people right. <laughs> on sets of random things. Right. And they were like, this guy dances and he's actually pretty good. And right. then I got gigs. I got right. some commercials. I got music videos. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Somebody's got to say it. Mm. I, I tell my students uh, like a lot now. Very often I'll tell them, like, you don't need an agent. No. And I don't want agencies, don't assassinate me. Don't or assassinate me. You know what I'm saying? But we, we don't. We don't need agencies. Not in this and era. And we don't especially. need managers. And we don't need, we don't, you don't need none of those things. Mm -hmm. But those things can be a tool for some people. Yes. And if you're someone who is, you know, just getting your feet wet, you really don't know anybody, you mm -hmm. feel crazy confused, it might be a good idea to work with an agency or have a manager so you can start to learn the ropes and how things go. Um, but it's not, it's not a, it's not a necessity. I mean, you, you just you just heard, right? We just heard. Yeah. So another random thing about that mm -hmm. that I think is interesting is I was talking to some people that has been in our three choreographer one song episodes, mm -hmm. and man, some these are gorgeous people, mm -hmm. right? They are good looking people, and they still get typecasted very often oh, yeah. at these types of auditions. Now, yeah. granted, showing up and going to those are such a good experience, mm -hmm. but like I'm an honest person. Look at me. I know I'm a ten out of ten. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I am not this like drop dead gorgeous person. Yeah, you are. Thank You're you. You're so gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's like how, how my wife is a little taller than me, but I'm like my personality is a little taller. You know, as, as there you go. You, yeah, know, you know, that's all that matters. You know. Oh yeah, I gotta have a good personality. <laughs> but anyways, um, the I think that opportunity that's set up by mm -hmm. a lot of these people externally mm -hmm. doesn't always come in a way that maybe is honoring of you as a person. Right. And I found that a lot of the opportunities that I got, I was so excited for because people thought about me. Right. People saw me in that role. And some of these things, like they could have hired some random gorgeous person, some somebody that like maybe fit a certain typecast, but right. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. A little thicky skin, you know, you know, it, you it, know. It, feels, it feels good to be me. And I think that when you meet other people, you build mm -hmm. honest relationships um, with friends and, and people around. You are a lot more proud of the work you do and the value that you have for jobs. Right. Um, it doesn't become about, I need to chase clout right. and numbers in order to feel like a successful dancer. Right. It's, wow, I'm really proud of the relationships and the people around me. And I, yeah. found, I, I find that to be something I really respect about you, Ade. It's one of the reasons mm. why I wanted to have you as one of the first guests on the podcast, because mm. I was like, this man is built different. This I man guess. really cares about people in, mm. a, in a different way, and I think that's rare in this industry. Mm. Yeah, just wanted to let you know that. Thank you, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I feel regular, but you know, sometimes you know, there's stuff that other people see that we don't see in ourselves, so thank you. I think that Honoring other people mm. and having a value values that are so deeply rooted in relationships mm -hmm. is always extraordinary. Mm. I think that is the making of a person who truly changes lives and not just a person who is seeking to change lives. Mm. Because I think that like it's 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 something that's respectable, especially when it's just who you are, I, I you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I really do think it's, it's such a special aspect of you. Mm, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not mean to put you on the spot and compliment you to death, but I, hey, I, I, really... am, I am, I am blushing. <laughs> you see these cheeks? They black as hell. <laughs> do you know anybody in the, in the dance world that has partnerships with the major music labels? 
right now, no, and that's what I kept saying. What that's the need. That's what needs to happen. That's what needs. Dude, I've been saying like what you guys are doing. The reason why I quit it so much is because what y'all been doing. I've been saying it like, for like, dude, since like 2013. <laughs> I've been saying this. Yeah. Like I was just like because I saw the ceiling of dance pretty fast. Yeah. Before I was even there, I was around like all the top people. Those yeah. Are all my homies. So I'm just looking. I'm like. That's it. That's that's the top. Yeah. Mm, nah, I'm good. But if we if we want to build some more, I'm down to like help build. Yeah. And that's what I always was about. And so um, it's just crazy because now like just seeing y'all do all of it, I'm like, it's with the foundation that you guys have have laid. We're able to dance. Dance has been made cool mm. by the educators of the the previous generations like I like early generation when we're going to Buddha stretch like it became mm. fun to do it became right. some it became more than just a social dance it became right. freestyle it became right. like damn that's kind of sick right. right and then as we progress we get these music video era yep. the Marty Cadelkas right we yep. get to this this point where it's like oh like dance can be used to really raise up these artists mm -hmm. to another level and then we get to like teaching era mm -hmm. right where taking a dance class and being a international choreographer that's the hypest thing you can do which is crazy because i'm just talking to what do you call it one of my homies maybe a week or two ago okay we at first we didn't we didn't really want to teach like that like that mm -hmm. was that wasn't like the thing it wasn't oh yeah let me go and teach i feel like teaching is not the obvious thing unless you grew up in that like right. no one's like oh, i want to get really good at this so right I can teach people right yeah so we wanted to we wanted to choreograph for artists and stuff yeah. and do industry stuff. Back then, that was the height. Yeah. That was like it. That mm. was the top, top. Teaching was something we did to make money. Survive. To, yeah. To, to, yeah, to what survive. What other opportunities do you have? That's it. And especially, I don't know, especially back then, like typecasting back then was rough. It's I can way better now. I can only imagine. It was rough. Yeah. It was rough. And they still do it sometimes where they'll have you dance all day and then cut you. Yeah. And then type catch you at the end and cut you. I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to say a bad word, but I'm not. But it's like, yo, just typecast is at the beginning. Yeah. At least we have the rest of our day. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, teaching was not the thing. Yeah. So it's crazy because now teaching is the thing. Mm -hmm. And we see... A lot of times, people are making more te more money teaching than they are choreographing for artists oh, yeah. and, and stuff. So that's something that flipped. we, from the beginning of Steezy, which is basically when you started thinking about these ceilings, mm -hmm. right? What 2013, 24? It's we've we've been around for now around eight mm -hmm. years now. That's great, right? So, but people didn't know us eight years ago. We in right. our living rooms writing a blog, right? <laughs> um, but the we've always cared about the dance ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I know a lot of people care about, but not many people were willing to take time outside of physically dancing mm -hmm. and putting themselves at the top of the mm -hmm. game, which is a hugely respectable field. It's what inspired mm -hmm. us. But many people are too focused on that, yep. that they're not laying a foundation to be a launching pad right. for the next generation. Right. And half of that, like I remember early days of C's, I've been telling every instructor, every person that comes in here, first of all, our instructors get paid better than anyone that teaches any class like Crazy. in LA. They Crazy. get paid way better. We try Crazy. to match these higher rates and make mm -hmm. sure that people are able to get a livable, like if they were to teach at Steezy mm -hmm. like once a day, which mm -hmm. maybe they do, I don't some people, <laughs> some people teach a lot, right, mm -hmm. with Steezy. Many instructors are, I'm here to teach my piece. I look dope, but you're dope too. These students are fire. They can learn the piece, it's cool. Mm -hmm. But it, you know, it's it's not about the education at a certain point. Well, that's point. what happens when, again, we talked about it earlier, when you are doing it for what? To be in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. That gets stuck in your mind even while you're teaching. Yeah. You never you never come out of that. No. There's no, like, switch over to, like, let me be a good teacher now. Yeah. Some some of, some people have gotten better at doing that. Yeah. But for the most part, it's you're still trying to – this is still the me show. Yeah. Versus I'm a servant. Yes. I'm serving these people. Yeah. The value, I always believe, the value of a dance teacher, of an instructor, someone mm -hmm. who teaches so well, I believe that is much sexier and yeah. cooler than being great at dancing and making great choreography. 100%. 100%. You, what is that? 
information? What is that knowledge that you're passing down to another mm -hmm. person? I get it. I am inspired by the sickest dancers mm -hmm. I've ever seen, but I've never taken a class. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I will take some beginner class mm -hmm. and then I'm just sitting there like, wow, my, my perspective on my body, my habits have been readjusted mm -hmm. because of this. And I believe, CZ believes, mm -hmm. that these sort of people who care about the learning experience mm -hmm. to that degree should be valued on a monetary level mm -hmm. higher than people who are just good at dancing. And that's what we're doing. And that is the ecosystem that we're planning to build. For anybody, you know, aspiring to do anything similar or like this, a team is necessary. And for anybody aspiring to have any business or anything, a team is necessary. I know we live in this industry that's really like, Again, spotlight me alone. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. That is not it. If you want to create something that stands the test of time, you need to have a good, solid team. Yeah. But especially important when developing and growing a team is that you have to be aligned in your values. <sighs> it's hard, man. You know, You know how people always say like, like the, the key to like a, a good marriage, a key to the relationship is communication. Mm -hmm. But the caveat to that is you have to communicate with an understanding of each other's values. Right. And that should be shared early right. first. And it doesn't have to be like, hey, man, just want to have a chat with you, lay down our values. But right. I think that can also be exemplified mm -hmm. in how you develop relationship conversations, mm -hmm. events, things you hang out with. You notice a person, hey, I, hey I'm going to go to this festival. Do you want to come? Um, I think I'm good. And after a few mm -hmm. times you invite them, you're like, rather than thinking they're not sociable, mm -hmm. you can think, oh, that's not something that they really probably cherish. Right. At least, At least not in this season. Right. right. And so it's like, taking the time to understand people mm -hmm. on the level of what they really care about right now mm -hmm. and also have always cared about is how you're really going to look into the right people to work with. And that right. can mean an agent. There right. can be an right. agent that understands your values and you've aligned on that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Flexible perspectives, flexible thinking, mm. being able to not look at something from your own perspective all the time mm. being able to say okay i know that i see things like this but just because i might see it this way doesn't mean this is real doesn't yeah. mean this is true about mm. this person you know um if if they don't want to if you invite them to the show right and they don't want to go maybe they're an int introvert right yeah. maybe they don't like um brad pa paisley maybe they like jay-z yeah you know so it being able to take a step back and kind of say, okay, like what's actually going on here? I think that that's a, what's actually another part of executive function of being able to. What is executive function? Executive function is essentially, um, it's like a, I don't know how to explain it, like a cognitive, it's, it's like what you use to pretty much solve issues and problems in your day-to-day -day life. So hmm. an example of cognitive function, uh, no, well, not executive, cognitive function. Function, executive function would be you're better able to solve problems in your life, in your hmm. brain. You're, you're better able to... It's like decision-maker. It helps you to... Yes, it helps in decision-making. Uh, it helps uh, in for you to be able to control, like, your emotions and stuff hmm. and not just, like sporadically like just do things based off of how you feel in the moment but to be able to take a step back and kind of think and kind of um analyze the situation and what's going on okay. around you okay. mentally so that you can start to take on whatever uh issue or problem or whatever is whatever needs to be handled mm -hmm. right uh whether it's on a mental or you're dealing with someone else or whatever sure so that's more so like Go, if you got a second or if you get a chance, go and look it up. It's it's actually, like, really helpful. A lot of people think they have uh, ADHD, and a lot of them actually uh, just have issues with executive function. Mm. So, um, but it really helps, like, if once you start, like, there's, like, different drills and different things you can do mm -hmm. um, to help with that. Actually, dance is one of the things you can mm. do to help with that. So, uh, a lot of people don't know, but, yeah, because dance is really good for, obviously... 
not just physical health in general, but mental health as well. Oh, yeah, uh, it's really good for brain function. Dance has been known to save people from was Alzheimer's and yep. things like that. Yep. Yeah. So all types of different forms of de- dementia. Yeah. Uh, dance can save you. So if that's something you know that you runs in the family, of, runs in the family. Yeah. Take care Time of to it. Hit a quick one too. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it it decreases stress. Mm. Depression, anxiety, stress, uh, all types of stuff. But one of the other things is that it can help you to build uh, good executive functions. Love. Um, so, yeah. Dance is actually pretty incredible. Pe- oh, yeah. Pe- people don't realize it, but mm-hmm. dance is pretty incredible. You man. know what's crazy, too? Aside mm-hmm. from all that, it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? It's like most of the things that people do mm-hmm. to help their health mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to eat vegetables. Right. They're bitter, but I'll deal with it. <laughs> the, uh, I'm oh, uh, I'm I'm going to meditate. Meditation's great. Meditation's I'm going to meditate, great, yeah. right? Dance. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite artist just dropped a new song, and it's sick. I choreographed. I hung out with my friends when I did this. I I exercised. Boom. I'm developing new skills throughout Boom. the whole. Like, are you kidding me? Dance is op. That's what I'm saying. Dance is some crazy medicine. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You know, I think that we need to, like, maybe start realizing that. And also, too, uh, it's, um, you know, it's like, you know, a lot of people say it's it's a language, right? Yeah. So it's it helps you to connect when, when words, some people, some people say when words aren't enough. Yeah. Right? Uh, or I'd, I'd even say when you can't find the words, mm-hmm. right? A lot of times it's just like, yeah, I really can't express how I actually feel. But I know how I feel. Yeah. But I I need some way to let that out, you yeah. know, because sometimes it's not even like a, a lot of stress relief mm-hmm. is just expressing it a lot of times. Yeah, it's just getting it's it out. Get it out. So if you can't find the words, if you're talking and talking and talking, you're like, no, that's not exactly it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel this way. Oh, that's not really exactly how I feel. You know? But then you're like, well, I kind of feel. But if if you're able to just say, you know what, I know how I feel in here. I'm gonna play this song and mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this move, and this move is a representation of how I feel. You're it's it's gonna help you to get it out a oh, lot yeah. better, a lot better because now you're not. It's not this. That's the primal um, expression, right. right? It's this, you know. Um, and then you have that with again, like you said, music. You know, that's perfect combination. It's beautiful. Perfect. Combination. And, and you're allowed to craft your expression in ways that a lot of other like in terms of speaking, mm-hmm. not many people are equipped to do. Many people grew up in families right. that didn't have strong communication skills. There's lots right. of suppression. That's why dance is something that like, I mean, who's seeing a person being like, <laughs> right? So developing this, this skill right. um, also helps you develop new ways to, to love yourself and love on other people, express who mm-hmm. you are. I mean, um, notice noticing how, how much, you gesticulate. I hate that term, but I do it a lot. Gesticulation. Oh I, I am. So I'm much. a big gesticulator. I, do I don't know how to feel about saying that, but <laughs> I'm trying to hold myself down. Yeah, but <laughs> this is dance. Mm-hmm. This is expressing ourselves right. in a bigger way than right. our words could just do on our own. I, right. I need this. I right. need. Th- it helps me do that. So, mm-hmm. if you ever felt felt like you you can't dance, mm-hmm. and you notice you do gesticulate, just yeah. letting you know. Just do this, but bigger. Yeah, you can dance. Yeah, it's it's movement. Like dance is movement, right? So, you know, we add rhythms to it and whatnot, and make it cool. You know, it just provides form, right? For right. The form and to be in sync and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, synchronization. But essentially, it's the same thing. It's literally movement. You know, so chatting with your body. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Yeah, <sighs> dance is so cool. I know, man. I know. <laughs> I, I wish everybody felt felt that way. Let's 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 make that let's make I it think? happen. Okay, cool. Let's make it I'm, happen. I'm with it. Two eight counts. Tell us what's happening in your life, and oh, what do you, any cool things you got coming up? Uh, there's definitely some stuff coming up, but I can't say. Oh, you can't say these yeah, things. I can't say. Right. You well, know, don't definitely don't follow him because he don't. likes his privacy. Yeah, don't don't don't, follow, don't follow me. But no, there's some cool stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff. Some a few things within dance, a lot of stuff outside of dance. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's just things that uh, it's been a long time coming, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I can't say it's okay, but yeah, it's coming. Be on the lookout. All right, a day. Well, um, hopefully, we get to bring you back and talk to you soon. Yes, yeah? Definitely, I'm with it. 
Let's go. Boom. Thanks so much, and we'll see you guys later. Thanks again for tuning in. Again, this podcast was brought to you by us, Steezy Studio. Be sure to get your dance on today, too. So if you want to get some exercise in, take a Steezy sweat class. If you want to just vibe out and feel good, you definitely need to check out a good groove along. Or if you're up for the challenge, it's time to finally start one of those advanced classes you've been eyeballing. We'll see you in class. This podcast was produced and edited by Josh Jang, and the theme music for the podcast is Tempo by Neiman.